you endlessly, mindlessly scrolling through Instagram, through Snapchat, through Facebook, observing, looking, envying, deciding, deciphering, figuring out what everybody else is doing, it does not propel you any more into becoming more successful. Welcome to Fuel for Life, a creative podcast with content that will fuel your faith, hosted by Bogdan Kipko. If you are looking to live a life with contagious passion, incredible clarity, and significant meaning, then prepare to join the Fuel for Life nation. And now, here's your host, Bogdan Kipko. Hello, Fuel for Life Nation. Welcome to episode number 61 of the Fuel for Life podcast. I'm excited to dive into this podcast with you, and I believe it'll bring you incredible value. I hope you're off to a great start in this new 2017 year, and I want to share with you a frustration I have. One of the most frustrating things that exists is that most people who will listen to the podcast, including you right now, you are a person who is highly driven, highly motivated, highly ambitious. You are somebody who's constantly crushing it and constantly pursuing your goals, pursuing your dreams in your life. And the reason that you're listening to this podcast is because you were attracted to the topic of it. And the topic of the podcast, what I want to talk about today is this. I want to share with you my top 10 insane productivity hacks I do daily. And there's something about people who are very productive, they are always attracted, you're always insanely attracted to reading blogs or articles or listening to a podcast that talks about how you can become better or more approved at whatever it is that you're doing. So there's something inside of you that attracts you to read and consume content that you're already espoused, that you're already assimilated to, that you're already pretty much doing. That happens to me also. I'll be browsing on Facebook or on Instagram And I literally will click on all the articles that say how to become more productive, how to um, get more done during your day. Here's some life hacks for you. I just, it's, it attracts me to that. So I want to pose a challenge to you. Send this podcast or share it with at least one person in your life who you think needs to become more productive. Do it in a nice classy way and uh, hopefully they'll, they'll listen to it. So I know you're someone who's incredibly productive. So let's get started. Number one thing I do daily and it is stop rewarding yourself. So here's what I mean by that. Whenever you're going about your day, let's say you work or you work full-time, you work part-time, you go to school, you take care of things in your house, whatever it is that you do in life. When you get a block of time that frees up, which wasn't free before, don't use it to not do anything but fill that time up immediately with investing in yourself or doing something that will propel you faster and further into whatever your goal is that you're trying to achieve. Here's what I mean by that. Let's say that during the course of your day, you have multiple meetings set up and then one of those meetings cancels. Now, what the natural reaction or a natural response to this kind of a thing is, is to say to yourself, oh great, now I have some free time and I can in that free time go browse on social media, go watch Netflix, engage in some sort of escapism activity and that's the worst thing you can possibly do. 
Or if you're a student, let's say that your professor cancels class and you immediately think to yourself, wow, I have all this time that was freed up. What am I going to do? So usually people do something that does not propel them further into their goal, that does not make them more productive, that does not help them achieve their goals. So what I personally recommend, if you get a block of time that frees up, which wasn't free before, don't reward yourself with free time, but rather spend that time investing into yourself or doing something that will propel you further and faster into whatever goal you're trying to achieve. So what I personally do is if I had a meeting or something cancel on me, I'm going to take that hour, I'm going to take that 30 minutes and I'm going to do things that are going to make me more productive. So maybe I'm going to listen to a podcast that I haven't listened to before. Maybe I'm going to read an article I haven't read before. I'm going to do something to feed my brain with information that will lead to knowledge, that will lead to transformation, that will lead to me becoming more productive. Most people in your life, most of your friends, most of your family, when a time block frees up that wasn't free before, they're going to try to reward themselves with something. Don't reward yourself because it makes you incredibly lazy. Immediately at that moment when some sort of time frees up in your life, invest in yourself and become better at something that you're doing. Here's the second hack I want to share with you today that I do every single day. Always, always have a plan for the next day today. And I've heard it said that failing to plan is planning to fail. So here's what I personally do. I have every single day scheduled out. My calendar has meetings and events on it for every single day of the week. What I recommend is that you write out exactly what you'll be doing tomorrow and put it on your calendar. Put everything on your calendar. I put the fact that I'm working out on my calendar. I put the fact that I'm going to be eating on my calendar. I put on my calendar all of my meetings, every single thing that I'm going to be doing during the day, it's on my calendar. Include everything that you want to accomplish. Include every meeting you're going to be a part of. Include every activity that you're going to be doing. The worst thing that you can do is start a day with a blank slate or a blank calendar. This is a recipe for disaster. I've seen people's phones before and they they take it out and I'm like, can I see your calendar? And it's like a blank calendar. And that's, for me, that's like the scariest thing that I've ever seen on the person's phone. I don't understand how people can begin their day without writing things down. Now, if you're like my wife and maybe you like paper, write it down on paper. My wife loves paper. So she plans her entire day, entire week, entire month through a paper planner that she has. And then she has uh, paper upon which she writes down all of her things that she's going to be doing for the next day. I personally do it all in my iPhone calendar. It syncs with all my devices. It's great. And so there should never be a time when you wake up in the morning and you're like, hmm, I don't know what I'm going to do today. Let's see what what comes up. Don't ever do that. Don't start with a blank slate. So start today. Write down every single thing you're going to be doing tomorrow. It's extremely important. Always have a plan for the next day. And always review the plan for the next day tonight. So for example, before I go to sleep tonight, and as I'm recording this podcast, I'm going to look at my calendar 
I'm going to check every single thing that I'm going to be doing tomorrow so that when I wake up tomorrow, my mind is crystal clear and focused on the things that I need to do. Because if you don't master your day, your day will master you and most likely you won't accomplish anything. Number three, throw away or donate 90% of your clothes. Yes, I said it. Throw away or donate 90% of all of your clothes. Now, this is what I did. I minimized the clothes that I wear. And what I actually did is I eliminated 90% of the clothes in my closet. And I basically stick to two colors that I wear. And the reason I did this is because I don't want to make a decision in the morning about what I'm going to wear, I want that decision to have already been made for me and the way that decision has already been made for me is because I threw away or donated 90% of my clothes. Now, why would I do that? This way, I have more brain capacity to focus on more important matters in the morning than what to wear. I have significantly bigger goals to accomplish in the morning than what color shirt I'm going to be putting on. And in fact, this is not a new tactic. This is not a new hack. Many, many people have done this. If you've ever noticed uh, the late Steve Jobs, CEO of Apple, and every time he did a keynote or every time you saw him, he was always wearing blue jeans, a black turtleneck, and sneakers. That's all he ever wore. Check out Mark Zuckerberg. He wears blue jeans and a gray shirt and a hoodie every single time. In fact, there was a picture of his closet on Facebook and it just had a ton of gray shirts in there. So I highly, highly recommend this and I did that. I eliminated 90% of the clothes in my closet. I stick to two colors, black and white, some other variations and that's pretty much it. And that way... I I become incredibly productive because in the morning, my mind is not in the morning, what should I wear or does this match with this? I don't want to think about that and that decision has already been made for me because I kind of force myself to eliminate a significant portion of the clothes that I wear. So I know that for maybe for guys, it might be a little bit easier. Um, For women, it might be a little bit harder, but I think you get the picture. Hack number four that I do every single day is do not neglect your daily routine. Every one of us has a different daily routine. And what people tend to do is, people tend to say this, they'll wake up in the morning and they had an incredibly productive day planned. And then they say, well, you know what? It's raining outside. It's gloomy. I don't feel like doing whatever it is that I'm going to be doing. And they think of a hundred different factors or excuses that exist in order for them not to do whatever it is that they're doing. But what I will, what I want to challenge you is that your whatever way you, whatever serious now serious level seriousness level you approach your daily routine with is I personally would say that is the seriousness level that you approach your life with. If I can tell what you do in your daily routine, I can pretty much tell what you do in your life in general. Let me give you an example. For me, what's super important is that my wife and I pray together every single morning prior to me beginning my day or going to my meetings. And we do that every single day. In addition, I try to work out at least three, four times a week. 
And I'll do this regardless of how I feel. I always say this and people kind of think it's a little bit insensitive. And I say something that um, I, I say feelings don't matter. Feelings are fleeting. Feelings don't really accomplish anything. One minute you're feeling this way, the next minute you're feeling completely different. So do not neglect your daily routine. Let's say you're in a sales job and your goal is to make 20 sales calls an hour. Don't neglect doing that. Let's say that you're a student and you need to get a certain amount of homework done or you need to study for a test. Don't neglect that. Let's say that you are trying to pursue your career and and there's certain podcasts you need to listen to other than Fuel for Life. I totally understand. Or something else you're trying to accomplish. Do not neglect your daily routine because the moment you begin to neglect your daily routine is the moment your entire week is going to be shot. And I've seen this meme going around on Instagram. It's funny because people say, well, if I didn't eat clean or if I didn't eat healthy on Monday, that's it. I can't start eating clean or eating healthy until the next Monday. That couldn't be farther from the truth. Even today, right now, it doesn't matter what day it is that you're listening to this podcast. You can begin to Put back in your life your daily routine. And remember, your feelings don't matter. Don't live based according to your feelings. Number five hack that I do daily. Use a system to categorize all of your files, notes, thoughts. I personally use Evernote. You can look it up, Google it if you've never heard of Evernote. Everything goes into Evernote. It's it's basically my digital brain. Every post I found online that I liked, every article that I found useful, um, all of my podcast ideas, all of my sermon ideas, all of my goals, my budget, everything is in Evernote. In fact, what I actually put into Evernote is also my sermon illustrations. So I preach every single Sunday and so I'm always needing great illustrations that will visualize or bring to life the text that I'm preaching. And so as I go about my daily routine, Monday through Friday, I search for sermon illustrations. And then when I find them, I basically put them into Evernote. I write them down, I type them out, and then I have a great source from which I can draw upon when I'm doing my sermon preparation. You can apply this to whatever part of your life you have where um, you need to remember things. And I and I believe that um, you you forget a, a ton of stuff. And I forgot who said it, but this um, this this kind of a cultural saying that goes that uh, uh, um, a sh- uh, something, uh, a dull pen is better than a mind that forgets. I probably completely butchered it, but you pretty much get what I'm talking about. So I use a system to categorize all my files, all my notes, all my thoughts. If you don't do that, this is probably why you're not incredibly productive. And and you know people like this. They're they're all over the place. Their their papers are all over the place. They they constantly forget things. Nothing is written down. Well, it's a very 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 easy fix. You don't need to be a productivity genius to do this. And you just need to categorize all your files, notes, and thoughts using some sort of a system or a program. For me, that's Evernote. Hack number six I want to share with you is this: think more in terms of energy management rather than time management. And here's what I mean by that. Your energy can get depleted very quickly and you don't need to respond emotionally to every piece of news or content or info that comes your way. 
So if it doesn't pertain to your particular situation, let it go and move on to whatever else you're doing that is producing for you the greatest result. So we live in an age of constant communication and you're constantly bombarded by notifications. Maybe people are texting you throughout the day. You're getting notifications on social media. You don't need to respond emotionally to every piece of news or content that you're getting because every time you respond emotionally, you're draining your energy. And so instead of thinking of time management, you need to think of energy management and you need to allocate your energy to the things that are producing the greatest result. In fact, what I would say is that you should allocate your energy to something that is that is producing 80% of the results that you actually want to accomplish. So this is a different way of looking at your time. So instead of thinking about time management, think of how you're managing your energy. Hack number seven that I do daily is this. Stop focusing on what other people are doing. This is especially hard in an age of Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. Everyone is constantly sharing, oversharing what they're doing, how they're doing, how well they're doing, how amazing they look. That's awesome. That's amazing. But guess what? You endlessly, mindlessly scrolling through Instagram, through Snapchat, through Facebook, observing, looking, envying, deciding, deciphering, figuring out what everybody else is doing, it does not propel you any more into becoming more successful. And I want to tell you, it doesn't matter who is more successful or less successful. It doesn't matter who's more productive or who is less productive. It doesn't matter who had a a, a better uh social media post or a worse social media post. What matters is what you're doing and where you're headed and you must focus on that. Think of all the other things you could be doing in your life other than focusing on what other people are doing. And that's just a very simple productivity hack that we can all start doing immediately. Number eight, say no to everything in your life that does not propel you towards your goals and your life mission. Every week I have a ton of meetings and as I meet with people, I'm always constantly being proposed with different opportunities, different things that I can put my time into. And I love what Greg McCowan said. You can Google this author. He said, quote, You cannot overestimate the unimportance of practically everything. Let me repeat that. He said, you cannot overestimate the unimportance of practically everything. So here's what I want to say. Probably over 90% of the things that you're focusing on don't matter. Most things don't matter. And we can't overestimate the unimportance of practically everything. That includes how we spend our time, what we spend our time on, who we react to, who we're focusing on. You need to say no to good things in your life so you can say yes to great things in your life. If I wanted to, I could be involved in a hundred different extracurricular activities and then my life would be a mile wide and an inch deep. 
And I don't want that. I want depth. I want clarity. I want focus. I want to intentionally do things in my life that matter, that propel me towards my life goals, towards my life mission. And if the things that are coming at me don't fit into my life goal or into my life mission, I simply choose to decline being involved in them. Number nine, Always have a time limit to whatever you're doing. This is especially important if you have a lot of meetings that you go to or you're involved in in certain leisurely activity. You cannot let time simply drift. I recommend that you always have a definitive start and stop time for everything that you do. In fact, what I do with many of my meetings is I'll set a time limit of 60 minutes or 90 minutes and I let the clock run out and then I basically simply say that you know I have my next meeting is coming up and and it's true it is and I have to have a buffer zone for that and what tends to happen is some people you're going to meet they're super chatty they love to talk to you like literally they'll talk to you for hours and hours and hours but guess what maybe they're done with everything they're doing for the day maybe they've accomplished everything maybe they've reached a point in their life where they're incredibly successful but you personally haven't so you need to have a definitive start and stop time for everything that you do and that includes even focusing on productivity whenever you're working on the things that you have um, in your life so for me when I'm creating a sermon Um, a brand new sermon, when I'm recording a podcast, when I'm creating new content, when I'm doing whatever it is that I'm doing, I always have a timer. I have a definitive start and stop time for everything that I do. Here's my 10th productivity hack that I do daily. Aggressively pursue to set aside time in your life for deep work. And I alluded this in my previous point. Deep work is when you're writing something or you're doing deep thinking or you're creating new content or maybe you're making sales calls or maybe you're having a difficult conversation with somebody that you that you were putting off for a long time. Don't put this off until later. Here's what I recommend regarding deep work. Most deep work in your life is the type of work that gives you the most fear. Most deep work is the type of work that will cause you to fear more and stress more and have more anxiety. But that's exactly the reason you need to dive deep into this type of work. So let me give you an example of a deep work that I'm personally very fearful of that I haven't started and I'm and these are tips that I'm even speaking to my to my own self right now. One of my goals what I want to do is I want to start writing my next book, but I have not begun doing that because I feel like the task is too daunting. So maybe you have these kinds of things in your life, but you must set aside time in your life for deep work when you're not engaged in social media, when you're not answering text messages, when you're not on a phone call, when you don't have a ton of people that are constantly distracting you. So for me, every week, the type of deep work that I have to do is when I do my sermon prep. I want to make sure that I'm not distracted and I give myself plenty of time to deeply think about what I'm going to say, to deeply study the scriptures, to understand how Jesus is on every page, to um, exalt him in in my sermon. And I believe that um, in your life and in my life, if you and I want to 
pursue deep work, we must do the most difficult and the most fear arousing task that you can possibly think of first and then do everything else. So think of right now the the most difficult thing that you need to do, but that you have been completely neglecting the work that you you just are always putting it off, always procrastinating. Today's the day when you begin to do deep work. And when you do deep work, your mind begins to change and you have a shift in your mentality and you begin to think more clearly and you have more clarity in your life. Well, friends, I know that if you've listened to the end of this podcast, I know you're an incredibly productive person. So I want to give you one last bonus productivity hack that I follow, okay? Don't ever buy airplane Wi-Fi. That is the worst investment you could ever make. Number one, it's probably going to be incredibly choppy and non-responsive. And number two, what do you need to do that is so important and be connected online when you're 35,000 feet in the air? Use that time if you're flying, if, you, if your job, maybe you work in a job where you fly all the time or, or maybe you fly to visit friends or whatever it is that you do. But next time you're in an airplane, do not ever buy airplane Wi-Fi. Use that time to be unreachable. Every single time I fly, I never buy airplane Wi-Fi. I love the fact that I'm completely unreachable. My Snapchat doesn't work. My Instagram doesn't load. My Facebook doesn't work. And all I have is my Evernote and a blinking cursor with a blank page in front of me. It is so terrifying, but it is exactly where the deep work comes from. In fact, my greatest thoughts, my greatest revelations, my, I would say the best work I've ever written was always when it was 35,000 feet up in the air. Maybe it's because I was closer to God, but also I believe it was because I was completely unreachable. I was undistracted and I was able to do deep work. So friends, this is a bonus tip for you. Do not ever buy airplane Wi-Fi. Well, all right, Fuel for Life Nation, thank you for listening to this episode where we talked about the top 10 insane productivity hacks that I do daily. I hope that you've enjoyed this and I hope that you've you've taken some of these steps and you practically apply it into your life and I would love to hear about your success. The greatest compliment and encouragement I could receive is if you would share this podcast with your friends and family and on social media. And remember, if you want to get to places you've never been before, you need to begin doing things you've never done before. I believe in you. Go out there and be amazing for the glory of God and for the joy of the people in your life. Are you a millennial who desires to go further faster? For the first time, Bogdan is opening up his entire personal journal and giving you exactly what he wished he had when he entered his 20s. Check out The Millennial Mentor, a brand new online video course created by Bogdan. For more information about the course, go to kipco.net and click on Mentor. Mentor.
Thank you.